Matt Boldy last year, Marco Rossi this year. Who's next? We talk about which wild prospects could potentially impact the NHL roster the quickest today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, Wild fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we look at the potential path to the NHL for three wild prospects as we try to figure out which player will have an impact on the wild roster the soonest. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams and guiding you through the offseason here on Locked on Wild. Was thinking today about what we have seen over the last couple of seasons. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov coming to the Wilds roster and having an impact as a rookie. Matt Boldy coming to the roster and having an impact as a rookie. We expect that Marco Rossi will have an impact on the Wild roster this year as a rookie. So who could be next? The Wild have a deep prospect system, uh, ranking eighth overall in the Athletics' recent um, pipeline rankings that Corey Pronman, amongst others, put together. Ranking eighth, uh, taking into account players that are 24 years old or younger. And uh, so the Wilds made it into the top 10, you know, widely regarded as one of the better farm systems in the NHL and added to it this past year in the draft. And it seems like those guys are getting to the point where they will be making a big impact here before too long. So if we want to keep the trend going, of which rookie is going to impact the team next year, who might it be? And uh, we've got three names in mind. They're pretty familiar names, but we're going to dive a little further into the actual path to them uh, getting to the NHL level. So we'll start with the obvious one. The guy who uh, it seems like his spot has been there Uh, for the last couple of seasons, and it just kind of has dried up to the point where now there are questions as to whether or not he's going to be part of this team's long-term future. I'm, of course, talking about defenseman Kalen Addison, who played uh, with the Wild over the last couple of years in spurts, uh, helping out uh, when the team has been uh, dealing with COVID-19 issues over the last couple of seasons. And you look at this Wild roster right now, there are not a lot of spots that are available. Your top four is Jacob Middleton, Jared Spurgeon, Jonas Brodeen, Matt Dumba. Pretty concretely filled. Your third line is comprised of Alex Goligoski, John Merrill, and Dmitry Kulikov. So what would need to happen for Kalen Addison 
to make it to the NHL level and to stay there and to get an opportunity that he deserves. Because let's be honest, Bill Guerin is right on the money with this. Kalen Addison is not best suited to be the seventh defenseman and be a player that fills in when somebody's hurt. Addison's going to be better served by being the player that plays every night now, whether that be with Iowa or with the Wild. Playing time is the currency that best suits him at this point in his career. And so at this point, slim pickings for the Minnesota Wild roster. But as we look at uh, how things are lined up for the Wild, after this coming season, 2023-2024, Matt Dumba comes off the books. He's an unrestricted free agent after this season. Dmitry Kulikov is an unrestricted free agent after this season. And it would likely... It would lead you to believe with how Kulikov's performance has been, especially in the postseason and kind of down the stretch of the regular season as well, I don't know that that will be a road that the Wild look to rekindle. So that would potentially be a spot that opens up. Now, easy way to fix that is just to have Alex Goligoski slide into that spot since he's signed to a multi-year extension and then would uh, would be with the team through the 2023-2024 season. The Matt Dumba situation is the more interesting one because Dumba is an alternate captain on this team, is, uh, is widely regarded by his teammates, is a popular player, um, throughout the NHL and would be a tough pill to swallow um, if the Wild were to lose him. That being said, if there was a perfect opportunity for Kalen Addison to slot into the lineup to take some of the power play opportunity that have gone to Matt Dumba over the last several years to be able to slot in next to an otherworldly defenseman in Jonas Brodeen, is that not just the logical way for this to play out, is for Kalen Addison to take a top four spot next season after Matt Dumba either leaves or, as is more likely, is dealt at the trade deadline to a top-level contending team that's looking for defenseman depth and then sign somewhere else in free agency. It's not the logical fit to fill that spot to take your most ready defensive prospect and just work him into the fold. It seems like a good fit for me. It seems like a logical spot for him to go. And so that may be the leader in the clubhouse is that Kalen Addison will be the next wild prospect to be playing full-time because he has a spot that seemingly is his for the taking heading into next season, depending on how things play out with uh, the rest of the decor. But 
you look at it right there, and there are two players that are free agents, and money is not falling from the trees here in Minnesota. And so there's not going to be a large amount of money to allocate to a top four defensive player. Now, it's possible Matt Dumba signs an extension, takes less money uh, per year to uh, to stay here, but let's say Dumba has a good season. He's not going to take a discount. And so at that point, the Wilds get put into another situation where the salary cap just does not allow them to retain a player. And at that point then, Kalen Addison just fits into that slot in the lineup. And I think a lot of people would probably be happy with that development. And so that's the first player that we'll discuss that uh, has a logical path to getting to the NHL level. The next one is uh, another popular name and uh, could be one that we are hearing about for a very long time. So we will continue today's episode looking at prospects that could impact the Wilds lineup the quickest. That's all coming up here on Locked on Wilds. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. You can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. You can find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline.net continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting plus scores and podcasts, they have you covered. So head to BetOnline.net today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. You can find all that and more at BetOnline where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wilds, thank you for making Locked on Wilds your first listen each and every day. For your second listen of the day, check out the Locked on NHL podcast for the full lowdown on everything happening throughout the National Hockey League. You can find it everywhere you listen to your podcast free of charge. Continuing our look at wild prospects that could make an impact on the NHL roster the quickest. And uh, we move from Kalen Addison to arguably the favorite to become a huge portion of this team for a very long time. That, of course, is Jesper Wallstead. So let's get the timeline down first. Wallstead signed his entry-level contract and will report to Iowa this season. With Wallstead, the timeline is entirely up to him. If he dominates at Iowa this year, the chair is his. If he shows that he can dominate at the AHL level, there's really nothing that he can gain from a second season of dominating AHL players. If he gets through a full season and is healthy and shows that the AHL competition is just too easy for him, right on up to the NHL level and give him an opportunity. Because here's the goalie situation for the Wild this season and beyond. So you've got Marc-Andre Fleury, who obviously is signed for this year at $3.5 million dollars. 
Also signed for next year, but it's essentially an option because if he retires, that money does not count against the Wilds cap. And so it's basically one year plus an option for Flurry. So he might play this year and call it quits. He might play both years. Either way, Marc-Andre Fleury is penciled in as a starter for this season. Philip Gustafson, acquired in the Cam Talbot trade, is a restricted free agent after this season, making 787k, And so uh, he will be the backup goalie this year, but is an intriguing option for the Wild to look at long-term as a potential backup or a tandem goalie for Jesper Wallstead, depending on how things play out. Now, if things don't go well with Gustafson, and after this year you you trade him or or what have you, uh, well, then there's a spot that would be open for Wallstead to come up and um, and take. Maybe another situation is Mark Andre Fleury after this year decides that he is ready to call it quits. And Gustafson has a decent season to where you're like, okay, this is a player that we could see locking in to be part of this group going forward. And so you sign him to some sort of a moderate extension for three or four seasons. You make him kind of the 1A while allowing Wallstead to uh, to get his feet wet and gradually get incorporated to life at the NHL level. You go 1A, 1B. Then the next year you flip and you make Wallstead the starter and Gustafson the backup. That's another path as well. But again, I think the big focal point to look at here is that the timeline is controlled entirely by Jesper Wallstead. We've seen these wild prospects. If they play to the level of knocking down the door, that is a situation that then the Wilds really have no choice. If Wallstead dominates, if he shows that the competition level is just too easy, then I, I think you really have nothing to lose by getting him to the NHL level quicker and allowing him time to get accustomed and adjusted to life as an NHL goalie. Now, if that doesn't happen, you've signed him to a three-year deal. You give him that second year to try to get things better figured out because it's it's not a guarantee that things are going to come easily for Wallstead. We hope they do. But it's not a guarantee that they do. And so if he needs that second season, you've got Flurry on the books. You may have Gustafson, depending on how his season goes. So you, it feels like with those three pieces, you have a plug-and-play that can work until Wallstead is ready to take over. And so I would say Addison probably more likely of the two but that depends entirely on if Wallstead accustom, gets accustomed quickly to life at the AHL level. So I'll go Addison 1, Wallstead 2. There are plenty of other names, and uh, we'll look at some of the names mentioned in the Athletics Pipeline rankings as we uh, continue to try to determine which prospects will have an impact on the NHL roster the earliest today. On Locked on Wild. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. 
looking at wild prospects and which of them could be at the NHL level the earliest. We talked about Kalen Addison, who seems like the most likely player to get there the earliest. Jesper Wallstead also certainly in that conversation. Some of the names mentioned by Corey Pronman in The Athletic. You, of course, have uh, Matthew Boldy and Jesper Wallstead ranked one and two in the organization, then Kalen Addison three. Danila Yurov, the Wilds' uh, draft pick in this most recent draft, or one of the first-round draft picks. Now, with him being in the KHL, his likelihood of getting to the NHL is down the road a little bit, which is is not a, a bad thing for his development. And so for the purposes of this list, I will, uh, I will probably push him a little further down it uh, in terms of who is going to get here the quickest. Marco Rossi we threw out because uh, it's expected that he'll make the team this season. He comes in as number five in Pronman's rankings. The player that is at number six is an interesting name because it, again, is at a position in which the Wild, it seems like, have their lineup mostly set. But the sixth-ranked player in the Wild's prospect system is Brock Faber. Considering that we put Kalen Addison as the most likely to make an impact the quickest. Seems weird to put another defenseman on this list, but uh, this assumes that maybe the Wilds try to get a little creative uh, with their decor, and um, you see the likes, you see maybe a third defenseman moved or uh, just not retained. Uh, The other two guys on the third line for the Wild, as mentioned, Alex Goligoski, signed through the end of the 2023-2024 season, and John Merrill is signed through the end of the 2024-2025 season. So maybe Goligoski, and I'm not sure if there's language in his contract that protects the Wild if he decides to retire. Um, I hope that's the case, but if not, that's uh, that was Bill Guerin's decision to uh, to make that signing, and um, that that's one that uh, the Wild are just going to have to squeak through here over the next couple of years. But let's let's just assume for these exercises, let's say that Goligoski does have that language in his contract, and after this season decides, you know, I, I think I'm good with uh, I think I'm good at calling it a career. And so then you have three defensemen that come off the board uh, for the Wilds uh, this coming season. And you all of a sudden then are having to try to fill Matt Dumba's shoes, Dmitry Kulikov's shoes, and Alex Goligoski's shoes. Well, Kalen Addison will fill that uh, top spot. And then maybe Brock Faber gets an opportunity sometime later in the year. Um, if that's the case then he could certainly slot in as one of those third-line guys uh, opposite John Merrill to uh, fill one of those defenseman spots. So Faber comes in sixth on that list. You've also got Carson Lambos, who comes in seventh. Liam Ogren is ranked eighth in the Wilds system. Murat Houston-Dinoff is ninth. Damon Hunt, then Adam Beckman at 11. Uh, I think could, depending on what happens, with Freddie Goudreau be another player that sees time 
at the NHL level. Let's look at the forwards for the Wild. After this season, Tyson Jost will be a restricted free agent. Freddie Goudreau, an unrestricted free agent. And Brandon Duhame also will be an unrestricted free agent. Connor Dewar signed an extension. He could potentially slot into a center position, depending on how things play out. Beckman maybe slots in as a winger on that fourth line. Um, He profiles, I think, as more of somebody that will be a bottom six guy than, say, Rossi or Boldy. So could be a situation where Beckman gets elevated to the NHL roster. And let's not forget, too, there are other guys on this list. Mitchell Chafee, who uh, got some time at the NHL level this past season. And so it could be some other player not on this list. But the main thing to look at here is as many good names as are on this prospect list for the Wild, they're getting closer to making an impact on this team. And over the next couple of seasons... As spots open up on this roster, it's going to be filled by the youth so that uh, the Wild aren't tying themselves into long-term contracts so that once the buyouts are done, full checkbook is available to buy whatever the Wild need to aggressively approach the uh, last couple of seasons of Kirill Kaprizov's deal, sign him to a new one, get a team around him, come out swinging and make some noise in the NHL. So that's a look at some of the prospects that may have an impact here soon. We hope they do because, let's be honest, it's fun to watch the prospects have some fun at the NHL level. Now that you're listening to what Locked on Wild is finished, again, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast to get a full lowdown on everything happening in the National Hockey League wherever you listen to your podcasts, free of charge. In order to stay up to date on all things Minnesota Wild, make sure you hit subscribe on YouTube and follow us on your favorite podcast platforms. We will keep you up to date with new episodes coming at you all week long as part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network.